It's a monster 15-game slate on a Tuesday. I'm Heath Cummings here on the Sportsline DFS Podcast. Mike McClure, this is going to be a fun one. This is a big one. Uh, the thing that, that I notice most when I look at it is we don't have a ton of expensive starting pitching. I mean, you look at DraftKings, you do because of the way their algorithm assigns pricing. But if you go over to FanDuel, there are not a lot of expensive pitchers for a 15-game slate. Well, and the thing that I noticed on DraftKings is, yes, there are some pitchers that are well over $10,000. Aaron Nola at 12000 Fulty at eleven eight. Fulty at eleven eight. Holy cow. Eduardo Rodriguez at 11100 I don't want to play those guys. No, I, I don't see any scenario in which I'm playing any of those guys. I, I think that, uh, you know, Michaelis for the Cardinals is probably as high as I want to go at 10-9, and that, that's maybe even a little uncomfortable at times. Well, that was the question uh, I was going to ask is, is he the chalk tonight? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think if I'm going to pay up for someone, he's the guy that I would want to pay up for. Uh, just a great matchup, uh, still friendly hitting or pitching environment there in St. Louis. So if I'm, spending 10000 and above on DraftKings, Miles Michaelis is going to be the guy that I'm most interested in. Well, we'll get to the pitchers in just a moment. Let's talk about the top stacks of the night. Red Sox with an implied run total of 5.4 runs. The Yankees and Indians both at 5.1, and the Cardinals at 5 runs. And I really want to talk about the Cardinals in just a moment, but who is your favorite stack of the night? Favorite stack is going to be the Cleveland Indians. Uh, going right back to it, they, you know, really the top five in the order kind of disappointed last night outside of Brantley's Outside run. of that dong chaser pick. Yes, the dong chaser pick was beautiful, uh, and that was great. But overall, that Indian stack wasn't, you know, it was pretty underwhelming. Uh, I don't expect the same result tonight, so I will be going back to the Indians as my top stack. The interesting thing with the Indians, and I... Again, I am Mr. Anti-Reverse Split. But the longer this season goes, the more and more it's starting to look to me like James Shields might be a reverse split pitcher again. I mean, maybe. It, you know, we are getting a little bit bigger sample size here as the year goes on. But I am pretty firmly on team James Shields is not a good pitcher and shouldn't be. Doesn't matter who he's facing, he's bad. Yes. Okay, that's that's fair enough. My contrarian stack is never contrarian on this show. It's the Kansas City Royals going against Sal Romano. Not a lot of wind help in Kansas City tonight, but it is over 90 degrees. Love the Royals in that game and the other side. Yeah, look, I, I think that that's going to be a really nice game to target. Uh, and I'm glad you said the other side because I like, you know, there's a couple things that I like to do. Obviously, the Reds, this is not a positive park shift for them. But it's certainly not a negative park shift when you factor in the weather and then Ian Kennedy on the other side. But the big thing here for the Reds is they're getting the designated hitter when they move to the American League. And that that's a really big bump for a team like the Cincinnati Reds. So I, I'm glad you mentioned that my contrarian stack is the Reds, yours is the Royals. Well, and the nice thing about the, them getting the designated hitter is it probably means that we get Scott Shevler and Jesse Winker in the lineup. And I love both of those guys if they're hitting tonight against Kennedy. Yeah, I like them both, and they should both be in there. Um, I, I, like I said, I love the way the Reds lineup will be constructed tonight, for let's, sure. Let's do a little BVP. I don't think we have in the BVP any Indians. We don't have any Red Sox. We don't have any Cardinals or Yankees or Royals or Reds. 
Well, we've got a lot of Cubs. Ben Zobris, 9 for 17 with three dongs off Chase Anderson. Chris Bryant, 6 for 18, three dongs off Chase Anderson. Giancarlo Stanton has four home runs in his career against Tanner Roark. And Freddie Freeman, a 15-24 OPS in 23 plate appearances against Zach Wheeler. Well, I hope Ben Zobrist, if he leads off, is in the lineup tonight. Yes, absolutely. Ben Zobrist, if he leads off. It's his official name. On the other side, though, Anthony Rizzo, one for 15 in his career against Chase Anderson. Trey Turner. How about Justin Turner? Justin Turner, three for 17 against Bartolo Colon. George Springer, two for 13 against Daniel Mangdon. And Manny Machado has 34 plate appearances against Erod. He has a 523 OPS. That is incredible. Uh, Manny Machado usually crushes left-handed pitching. Um, I, I think that I would consider playing some Manny Machado tonight. Let's hope he's in the lineup. He has uh, been struggling with a little, little, some little nicks and uh, nicks and what nicks and cuts of a blade. No, that's not what I was going to say. That was an old commercial. Dog chaser standings. I am in first place at seventeen seventy-nine. Chris Towers at sixteen forty-six. Adam at ten seventy-eight. Mike at nine seventy-two. I am taking Mike Moustakas forty-three hundred against Sal Romano. Romano giving up a four hundred woba to left-handed hitters this year. Mike, another lefty for you. Another lefty for me. A name that you heard me use last night. I'm going right back to Yonder Alonso. Uh, I don't really care about the reverse split James Shields at this point. Uh, he's just not a good pitcher. Still a nice hitting environment. So I'm going to go back to Yonder Alonso. He is going to Dongtown. Adam Azer going with Xander Bogarts. And I'll say the Red Sox not as high in what I, on the players that I was looking at tonight as they probably should be against a bad pitcher in David Hess. Bogarts 4,900 win blowing out in Baltimore. I think that's a pretty good pick. And then Chris Towers... You know, I turn in my contrarian picks every morning for Sportsline, and then I'll give you the lineup a little bit later in the day on Sportsline.com. Scott Shebler was one of my favorite contrarian options. Chris took him in Dong Chasers at 4,200. I like it a lot. I'm projecting him to be leading off tonight against Ian Kennedy, getting, you know, again, maximizing plate appearances too is never a bad idea in Dong Chasers. So I, I do like Scott Shebler a lot tonight. We talked about the top starting pitchers a little bit earlier. Miles Michael is probably the chalk amongst those that are over $10,000. We're probably staying away from Fulte, Erod. I might play a little bit of Aaron Nola against that Rockies team that isn't very good on the road. But who is your top starting pitcher tonight? Uh, yeah, at this point it is Miles Michaelis. Uh, he's the guy that I'm building around, uh, especially on DraftKings where you get two of the starting pitchers and I can pretty easily get the exposure to the hitters I want. Uh, so yeah, Michaelis, number one for me. After that, I would consider taking a tournament flyer on Lance McCullers. Uh, pretty nice park shift for him out in Oakland. Um, but yeah, I don't love a lot at the top. I, I'm probably more comfortable dropping to that mid-range uh, tonight. Speaking of the mid-range, my contrarian starting pitcher of the day, Jake Odorizzi, 7,200. There are a lot of numbers that make it look like he's just been pretty lucky this year. But against the Detroit Tigers, a team that's not very good against right-handed pitchers, I like Nola quite a bit for that price tag on DraftKings. Uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely with you. Uh, Jake Odorizzi is the guy that I had paired with Miles Michaelis. Um, so that that's a really, I mean, I I would prefer to start the DraftKings lineup that way because those are probably my two favorite pitchers on DraftKings 
just based on the price points and where they're at. They are the two favorite pitchers for me on DraftKings. So we are on the same page there. We'll start off on DraftKings with Michaelis, Odorizzi, Alonzo, and Moustakas. We'll have $4,000 remaining, so not even in a price crunch early on. On FanDuel, though, are you are you comfortable with paying up for Michaelis? Is the price difference between him and Nola so little that you just play Nola against the Rockies? Um, I don't know. I actually kind of prefer Michaelis straight up over Nola tonight. Uh, I think it's really, really close, though. I, I like them both. I'm considering both. And frankly, I'm still considering Jake Odorizzi uh, all the way down at 7,100 if I was wanting to really try and stack up, say, the Indians or someone and get Moustakis. But Let's start off with Michaelis here on FanDuel and Alonzo and Moustakas. Let's talk about the other cheap starting pitchers before we move and start selecting our hitters. I'm seeing a little bit of love for Jaime Garcia. The the Rays have been better against lefties than you would expect they would be. Garcia's been okay at times this year. Do you like him at all? Do you like Stratton at all? Do you like Ferguson at all? Any other cheap starting pitchers you're playing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Jaime Garcia is interesting really just because of the park shift that he's getting. Uh, it's a, you know, very, very good park shift there in Tampa. Um, you know, they do have a number of bats that can hit left-handed pitching well. So, you know, it's kind of concerning. Definitely more of a tournament play for me. Um, you know, the guy that I could still consider playing is Mike Leake. Uh, you know, I don't love the matchup against the Angels, but look, it's a very strong pitching environment still in Seattle. Um, and Mike Leake has really been pretty incredible there. So I, he's someone that I would consider also. He has been great in Seattle. There's a guy I want to talk about, and I want to talk about both sides of this situation. Matt Strom is a pitcher that has had quite a bit of success in limited action. He is a left-handed pitcher going up against the St. Louis Cardinals. Two things. Strom maybe gets a little bit overrated because he's not going to throw more than three innings in this game. I don't think there's any way you should consider using him against the Cardinals. The other thing that happens is these right-handed Cardinals bats are getting a boost from facing a left-handed starter. I don't expect they're going to see him more than once. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, look, one, maybe one, you know, a couple guys gets to see him the second time, but it, it's highly unlikely that the entire order gets to hit against him twice. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of an artificial bump that you're seeing there. I guess what I would say is don't play a right-handed Cardinal just because they're facing a lefty tonight. If you're going to play a right-handed Cardinal, it should be somebody that you're okay with two-thirds of their plate appearances coming against a right-handed pitcher. Let's talk about catcher. And one of those is a right-handed Cardinal. My top three catchers, Yadier Molina, Tucker Barnhart, and Salvador Perez. Who do you like at catcher tonight? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm not playing Yachty, although I do like him. Um, I, I think that he's, you know, in a fine spot, but for the reason you mentioned there, it's, you know, he's not really going to have that platoon advantage. Um, I like Tucker Barnhart a lot. Yeah, his switch hitter, I already told you I like the Reds as my contrarian stack. Uh, so I'll probably be going there. Typically, you know, I, I'm expecting him to draw a top five lineup spot here too. That's what I love about him. Uh, but I also like Salvador Perez. And then you've heard this every time the Minnesota Twins <laughs> face the left-handed pitcher. Mitch Garver, 2,700. Uh, he's certainly the number one punt option. And Blaine Hardy is absolutely terrible. So I think that is a good option. We'll start out with Barnard here at just 3,200 on DraftKings. I don't think we necessarily need to punt catcher tonight. At first base, we have locked in Yonder Alonso into both lineups. 
I also do like Jose Martinez a little bit. If Edwin Encarnacion is back in the lineup, I like him a lot. And then obviously Joey Votto. Yeah, and the, I mean, you said it there. I think that for me, if I wasn't playing Yonder Alonso in my Dong Chasers pick, I would probably be playing Joey Votto, especially in cash games. Uh, then followed by Edwin Encarnacion. And then after that, you know, I, I think that one guy that we, we didn't really talk about, you might have talked about him with some negative BVP, but I kind of like Anthony Rizzo as a tournament play against Chase Anderson. Absolutely. At second base, listen, Brian Dozier's facing a lefty. Amazingly, maybe for the first time all year when Brian Dozier was facing a left-handed pitcher, we did not pick Brian Dozier in Dong Chasers. He's still the top second baseman option though, right? Yeah, you, I mean, you know what that means, right? He's absolutely going to dog <laughs> tonight. We should absolutely get him in your lineups. Uh, I, you know, he's going to be my second baseman for sure. Like without a doubt. I, I just really like Yonder Alonso as my dog chaser pick tonight, but Brian Dozier top play at second base. And frankly, it's not close. We've got a little bit of a problem on both sites. And I think this is something that people are going to run into if they build their lineups through this process where you're picking your pitchers and then you're going around the infield. You come to shortstop. There's really only one shortstop that I like tonight, and he's also the most expensive shortstop if Manny Machado doesn't play that's going to play. It's Francisco Lindor at $5,000 against James Shields. We have 41.25 remaining on DraftKings for our shortstop and three outfielders. On FanDuel, we only have 2,800 remaining, and Lindor's 49. So I don't think you can play Lindor on FanDuel with Michaelis, Alonzo, Dozier, and Moustakas. Is there another shortstop that you like at all, or is it that big of a priority to get Lindor in your lineup? So I would like to get Lindor in there. Uh, on FanDuel, doing it the way we're doing it, it's going to be tough with Michaelis. It's more realistic with an Odorizzi lineup. Uh, so if you're playing Michaelis there, I, you know, look, on DraftKings, you, you just play Lindor no matter what. But on FanDuel, if you're playing Michaelis like this, I really think that you're probably looking towards Alcides Escobar. Uh, I just, I want to pick on Sal Romano. I think Alcides Escobar might continue to hit in the two spot, uh, which is, absolutely insane that that's even happening but <laughs> it is and thank you ned yost i appreciate you for dfs i think that if alcides escobar is hitting second at 2700 i that's where i'm gonna go at shortstop well and the nice thing about doing that is we've already got most at third so if somehow escobar gets hit by a pitch or gets on base somehow maybe he'll get be driven in by the moose dome absolutely <laughs> all right so we'll go with lindor at shortstop on DraftKings. We're down to 38-33 for our last three outfield spots on DraftKings. We're obviously not playing one of the outfield studs. Are we trying to play both Winker and Shebler? Uh, look, I mean, I think if we can try and find the salary for it, I do think that's a good idea. Um, we can also go back to some of the cheaper guys we looked at yesterday with uh, Lonnie Chisenhall, if he's in the lineup, and uh, Jason Hayward are also pretty cheap. But yeah, I mean, I think we should try to get at least one of the uh, Cincinnati Reds here. Well, Winker's only 3,600 on DraftKings. You plug him in, you've still got 3,950 remaining. I think you can get Shebler in there as well at 4,200. Not a bargain, but not too expensive for what I'm expecting from him if he leads off against Ian Kennedy. Leaves 3,700 for the last outfield spot. And there are a lot of names in that range. Do you have a favorite outfielder under 3,700? Is it Ian Happ if he's in the lineup? Is it Jason Hayward if he's at the top of the lineup? 
I think it's going to be Jason Hayward, assuming that he's hitting in the two hole. Um, if it's not Hayward, you know, for some reason he's hitting seventh. Um, you know, it'll be some combination of all the way down to Lonnie Chisenhall. Uh, it could be Melky Cabrera if he's in the lineup there. Uh, you know, it's going to be focused on those really the same kind of offenses that we want to play tonight. Uh, but I, I do think Hayward, if he's hitting second, is probably the guy you're going to want there. And then another, another name, if John Jay is leading off for the Diamondbacks, he's 3,400 against Trevor Williams. But the early DraftKings lineup, Miles Michaelis, Jake Odorizzi, Tucker Barnhart, Yonder Alonso, Brian Dozier, Mike Moustakas, Francisco Lindor, Jesse Winker, Scott Shebler, and Jason Hayward really spending big on the infield. But I kind of like those cheaper outfield plays. Of course, if you want to get Mike's optimal lineup, then you go to sportsline.com about 15 to 30 minutes before lock. If you don't have access to that yet, I don't know what you've been doing, but that's okay. We've got you. You can get a one-month subscription to Sportsline for just $1 for the first month. Just use the promo code DFS Podcast. Let's finish up the FanDuel lineup. We've got Michaelis, Alonzo, Dozier, Mustakas, Alcides Escobar, and Jesse Winker. We have 2867 remaining for our final three spots on FanDuel. A lot of times we'll do the segment looking at the best value plays on FanDuel, the guys around $2,000. I didn't see a lot of guys in that $2,000 range, $2,100 range that I liked. Do you have anybody, outfield or utility, that would kind of bump up our average remaining per player? Um, you know, at this point, there's not a lot of great options. Um, I, I think that one that might be in the lineup would be Preston Tucker, uh, $2,000, uh, for the Atlanta Braves against Zach Wheeler. If he's in the lineup, I, I think that I would definitely play him here, uh, just because it will allow us to get at least two of the other guys that we really want in this spot. Well, let's lock Preston Tucker in. And know that if for some reason he's not in the lineup, there will be a $2,000 outfielder that shows up in the lineup tonight. It happens every night. We just don't necessarily know who it's going to be at 1230 Eastern. So we have 3300 for an outfielder and a utility. Shebler on FanDuel is 3400 Do you feel good about playing him and then looking for a $3,200 utility? Absolutely. I would love to get Shubler in here with Winker. Um, you know, we've got good exposure to this Cincinnati Kansas City game here. So I really like that. So $3,200 for the final player here. We've got Gary Sanchez. You've got Jonathan Scope against a lefty. You got Brandon Nimmo leading off against Fulty, who we used to pick on with lefties, but not so much anymore. Is it just as easy as adding another Royal with Whit Merrifield? Yeah, so I was actually looking at two Royals there. It could be Whit Merrifield or Salvador Perez here in this spot. I, I like them both, honestly. Um, I think that Perez would be the more contrarian route just because people don't tend to play catchers on FanDuel now that there's a catcher in first base slot. Um, so, I, you know, look, I like them both. Uh, I would pick one of the Royals for sure here. Let's go with Salvador Perez because that leaves us an extra $100 in case we need a $2,100 outfielder to fill in for Preston Tucker and Let's face it, if you're playing a lineup with Preston Tucker, it's already a little bit contrarian. Miles Michaelis, Yonder Alonzo, and Brian Dozier. Mike Moustakas, Alcides Escobar, and Jesse Winker. Preston Tucker, Scott Shebler, and Salvador Perez. Let's see a couple teams hang a 10 spot at the K tonight. Reds and Royals stack on Facebook. 